Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of The Blush Network, the author of Appointed, and a premier contributor for The Blaze. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hello, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you doing out there today, DFW? I love you over here. You know, here on the Autumn Miles Show, we are engaging culture with bold truth and raw faith. We have been up and running now one year, which I think is amazing. So happy birthday uh, to us. And let me tell you, you know, throughout this year, there has been so many challenges that my team has uh, specifically faced in regards uh, to just putting on a show. You know, it is a, it is a lot of hard work. There's a lot of moving pieces. But I just want to take a minute and praise the Lord uh, for giving us the strength and fortitude and for sustaining us for one solid year. I'm just so grateful. Aren't you grateful today? Aren't you grateful that there is a God that is working for you, that is providing the things that your soul needs on a regular basis in order for you to accomplish the purposes that he has for you. I'm so glad that I'm not in this fight alone. I'm so glad I don't walk alone. I walk beside a God who performs for me. Um, You know, today, this is, this message is, is going to be, I I know it's going to be powerful. I've already preached this message once and I'm telling you uh, the night that I preached it after it was done, there was tears all over the, um, all over the, uh, the room, all over the venue. You know, it was very healing. And today I just, I kind of want to ease into, into it today. This is a passage of scripture that is um, precious Precious in my sight as I um, am a follower of, of the Lord, but I believe it's also one of those um, one of those passages passages in Scripture that is precious in the sight of the Lord, and um, and it can be, bring so much healing. So today, if you have been hurt or bruised in any capacity, this is for you. We're going to talk today about the bruise being beautiful. Now, God gave me this actually last year. I'll tell the story in just a minute about why I, I um, how I even came acro- across this concept. But um, several weeks ago, as we were preparing for our society groups, which as at the Blush Network hosts these, um, these groups all over the country, if you're interested in them, you can check it out on our website, theblushnetwork.com. Um, but we, but uh, one, one of my staff members came to me and they said, you know, Autumn, what do you want to talk about this month? And I mean, as soon as she asked me the question, I knew the answer. The bruise was beautiful. It can be beautiful. Now, I, I did a little uh, research on bruises 
Because, you know, what What exactly is a bruise? <laughs> I mean, you know, we get them. We all get them. We all, um, you know, sometimes we get a lot of them if we, like, run into the wall and we aren't looking or something like that. I have two toddlers right now. And, oh, my goodness, it's you look down and, and bless their little hearts. You know, they're learning. They're they're walking, but they're not walking super well. They're they're just learning to kind of run a little bit, and they fall down. And, and bruises abound, okay? We all have them. And, you know, what, what, what sort of... So I did a little research, and it is exactly what we all know it is. I, 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 right now, the medical term escapes me, but you know, you, the blood vessels come to the surface, and um, and then your body sort of heals, and that's what we see in a bruise. But as I was sort of studying what exactly a bruise is, I realized that they are incredibly common. Everybody has had a bruise. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, you have been you have had a physical bruise in some way. And, you know, I, I felt the Holy Spirit speak to my heart as he was saying, you know, as I was reading how common these bruises are and how it's very normal for you to get, um, a, you know, a, a, the bump on a skin and, and, and for there to be a physical reaction to it. If you hit it hard enough, I, I, I couldn't help but thinking the mental and emotional bruises that maybe we all carry um, that there is an effect to. But sometimes we act like there is not. And I uh, just really want to speak to that today. Now, some of us in our lives, we have these huge bruises. I was divorced. I was divorced because of um, abuse in, in my marriage. And that's why I uh, left my first husband. Huge bruises. I mean, there's bruises upon bruises, upon emotional bruises, upon mental bruises um, in my past. And, and, you know, sometimes those huge bruises, those huge things, those glaring issues, um, you really do address. Okay. I was abused. Therefore I need some sort of counsel to help me overcome maybe some mental, uh, um, challenges that has come up based on, um, the abuse that took place. Um, you know, sometimes we are on our guard when there is a very clear, um, um, mental or emotional bruise. Okay. I'm not necessarily talking about that today. I want to sort of broaden our mindset uh, today, because there's also bruises. You remember I said they're common. Not everyone has been abused. Not everyone has been sexually abused. But there are bruises in your life. And it's almost like the smaller the bruise, sometimes the more potent uh, the problem the bruise uh, can produce. Um, you know, there the, the big bruises we, we, we confront and we, we, you know, we ask for help for, uh, hopefully, the smaller bruises we sort of ignore. Now, uh, when I was growing up, um, in, in, you know, I, really ever since I can remember, I've got bleach. Uh, well, that, at that time it was natural. You know, the older I get, the more I got to bleach it, you know, get my, uh, get my hairstylist. I go in there. I'm like, make it as wide as you can. And she does without making me look like a freak. Uh, but I'll go in there and I'll sit and, um, I, but I, 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 I'm very confident in my hair color today. Okay. I'm a grown woman. I, I have chosen to have bleach 
bleach blonde hair. Uh, I love it. Okay. Um, But when I was a kid, I had white hair and it really wasn't my choosing. God chose me to have blonde hair. But um, that almost became sort of a little scheme in in um, in Satan's, uh, you know, little bag of tricks for me. It was it was a, a, a sense of contention because people would look at me and if I said something stupid, which, you know, most kids do at one point or another in their life, they would call me dumb blonde. And I started hearing this multiple times, you know, you're a dumb blonde, Autumn, oh, you're just a dumb blonde, not being able to choose my hair color, because when you're seven years old, you don't get your hair bleached. It is what it is. Um, and, And I remember thinking, man, I'm hearing this so much. There must be some sort of validity to it. And, and, you know, really unbeknownst to me, I began to play the part of a dumb blonde. Now I'm, I'm exposing myself to you guys today. Was I dumb? No. No, I'm not. I'm a smart woman. I know. I know God has, has told me that. But even in um, uh, the most transparent transparent moments of my life, I will sit back and I can even hear, even as a woman, the CEO of a ministry, a radio host, for heaven's sake, uh, 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 so many things that God has allowed me to do. Satan will tell me, remember that girl, you're nothing but dumb. And that's the bruise that I have sort of carried with me. And I I attacked it, you know, um, many years ago when I realized it was really developing a thought process for me. But maybe you have something like that in in your life. You know, God uh, saw me um, and, and he knew what he had put me together to do later in life. But Satan also saw me as well. And he saw that if I can disable her by bruising her mentally in this capacity and making her think that she is something less than she is, then maybe she won't follow the plan that God has for her. Bruises. They come in all shapes and sizes. Maybe you've been rejected. Maybe you've been lied to. Maybe you've been dumb, dirt, done dirty. Maybe you have bruised yourself and made decisions based on <laughs> something you wanted for yourself. And you found yourself in a situation where um, you have bruised yourself and cause problems for yourself. Let me tell you today that no matter if it is um, sexual or, or physical or whatever, some huge abuse pattern in your past, or if it's as simple as repeating something that Satan told you and made you believe as you were a child, that bruise, that thing has the potential to be beautiful. Now, I'm going to go back to my um, marriage here just for a second. I I was in this marriage. I was in this relationship for seven years, married to him for three years. And I absolutely could not, could not see any 
anything good in what I was going through. As a matter of fact, after I had even um, um, got divorced from this particular man, there I, I was I, I I couldn't see any good in it. All I could see was uh, bad in this situation. All I could see was the negativity and the harm that it not only did to me, um, but it did to my family. All I could see, all I was focused on was that. And when I was focused on that, it started developing things in me, such as anger and the anger turned to bitterness and the bitterness turned to wanting to get revenge in my spirit and wanting to prove them wrong. And I found out that this bruise was actually motivating me for some of the things that I was trying to do for the Lord. Let me tell you right here, the a bruise is a terrible motivator. It will motivate you to do things and it'll give you a passion to do things for the exact wrong moment, not for God's glory, but for your glory, not for God's fame, but for um, someone somewhere to see uh, the blessing that God potentially is giving you to shut them down. Bruise is a horrible motivator, but that kind of mentality makes a bruise ugly and it makes it bigger because emotionally you're feeding on these things that are not of the spirit that are not of the Lord. The way to make a bruise beautiful goes back to our savior, Jesus. I want to read this passage of scripture to you. I I invite you to turn up your radio as you're listening Isaiah 53, who has believed our message and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up like a tender shoot and like a root out of parched ground. I love that he grew up. Jesus, this this whole passage is talking about Jesus. He grew up like a tender shoot. Isn't that something about that just grabs my heart? He was God and yet he was a tender shoot. What a... um, What a thought. And like a root out of parched ground, he had no stately form or majesty that we should look upon him, nor appearance that we should be attracted to him. He was despised, forsaken of men, a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief, and like one from whom men hide their face. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Let's just go back to that for a second. No stately form or majesty, no appearance, despised and forsaken, a man of sorrow, acquainted with grief. We did not esteem him. That was the life that God gave him. Now, already as a young child, it seems as if Jesus was bruised. It seems as if maybe um, the big giant bruise of the cross had not come yet, but but throughout his life, he clearly was acquainted with grief, which means he... Um, Not even, he didn't even have to do this, but he chose to do this. So he was acquainted with grief. He knew what rejection was like. He was despised. He was forsaken. And on top of that, he wasn't handsome. So he knew what being bruised and having a bruised um, soul felt like. Small bruises. And it really led to a much greater one. Verse four, surely our griefs he himself bore and our sorrows he carried. Yet we ourselves esteemed him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But 
He was pierced through for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastening of our well-being fell upon him, and by his scourging we are healed. All of us, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us have turned to his own way. But the Lord has caused the iniquity of all to fall on him. He was oppressed. He was afflicted. He was bruised, guys. Yet he did not open his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, like a sheep that is silent before its shear. He did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. And as for his generation, who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living for the transgressions of my people to whom the stroke was due, stay with me. His grave was assigned with the wicked men, yet he was a rich man in his death because he had done no violence, nor was there any deceit in his mouth. This is where I want you to listen right here. This is where the bruise becomes beautiful. But the Lord was pleased to crush him, putting him to grief if he would Render as a guilt offering. I want to stop right there because the whole thing that that sort of made me come alive to this fact that the bruise was beautiful was this verse right here. It pleased the Lord to crush him or if you um, look it up in, in the original language, bruise him. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. It pleased the Lord to crush him. Now, as I look at God, I see a very good God. I see a God who, um, who is good. So how could a good God, and we get this question all the time, how could a good God do harsh things or allow harsh things in our life? Let me tell you, if he allowed his son to be crucified, there is some sort of good found in the bruise. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. He is, um, he is, um, making a statement in this moment. It pleased him. If, because let me tell you something about God. We see what is hard that is coming against us, but God sees the potential it could produce. We see the pressure that we are under, but God is understanding that he is firming up, supporting our faith in that moment. If we had the perspective of God, we would change our perspectives, no doubt. God doesn't see the bruise. He sees the beauty that can come from it. When he looks at your life, and he says, you know what? This is going to be really hard for that person to go through, for Autumn to go through. Um, when he looks at my life and he says, you know what? This is going to be difficult for her to go through. However, if she would only hold out faith and trust in me, I will turn this thing for good in her life. And he's saying that to you today. Yes, I have allowed some hard things. Yes, you don't understand what they are. But I am telling you, if you keep your faith and your focus on me, I will make that thing beautiful. And this is exactly what he did uh, with his son. But the Lord was pleased to bruise him, to crush him, putting him to grief. You think, how could a father do this to his son? He saw the potential in the bruise. He saw the purpose in the bruise. If... 
I'm kind of obsessed with this, and I've got to be honest, I've never read this specific verse exactly this way. If he would render himself as a guilt offering. God saw a problem. The problem was sin. And although his son had done absolutely nothing wrong, that sin had to be paid for. So he sent his son to rectify the problem, which bruised his son. But in the midst of bruising his son, the payment would have been fulfilled. And he knew that if the payment would be fulfilled through his son, this bruise that he inflicted on his son would then become beautiful. I, I, I love this right here where it says, if it pleases the Lord to crush us at times, if he, Jesus, would render himself as a guilt offering, if that tells me Jesus had a choice, we know it, any good preacher has preached that he had a choice, he chose to go to the cross. But something about that if minister to me on a deeper level, if yes, you've seen some hard times, Autumn, maybe you're talking to yourself in your car at this moment and you're thinking, man, I just went through something so difficult. Well, there is an if for you. Will you choose to surrender this bruise to see what God can do through it? If he would render that in the original language literally means if he would make I am making a clear and concise decision to make this this crushing this um this breaking this bruise I am going to make a decision to surrender it to the Lord, to ask him to make beauty come from it. And when I go back to my abusive marriage, I remember there was a very specific day that God was looking at me and he said, listen, Yes, Miss Evangelist woman, you are um, you are uh, definitely going around the world and preaching uh, from from my name and doing a lot with women and X, Y, Z. But you have an anger problem about this bruise. If autumn, I'll never forget the day you would surrender your anger to me. I will do something so great in you. And so I started writing down names of everyone that I could ever even think of that I had been angry out. And I, 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 and I took a moment and I said, Lord, it's yours. Forgive me. It's yours. Forgive me that my anger is yours. Forgive me. Replace it with your grace and your mercy. My anger is yours. And I'm telling you what, when I decided to render my bruise, for someone else, God skyrocketed my ministry. That's when he says, oh, I'm going to get the glory for this. She's not holding on to it anymore. I've got it. And God can do more with your hurt than he will ever do by wanting to take revenge on it. The bruise was beautiful. If you would render are you willing to be bruised to minister to someone else? Last year, there was a season in my life that was incredibly difficult. It was about the beginning of the year. And I remember, Lord, what the heck? What, what is going on? What, what the heck are you doing? And God spoke to me so clearly. And this is where this message came from. He said, are you willing to be bruised for me to help somebody else? 
And as soon as he said that, you know, when the Holy Spirit is talking to you, um, you know, you kind of shut up and you say, okay, Lord, yeah, you can bruise me if it's for your glory. Are you willing to be bruised to help somebody else? Because let me tell you something, the bruise that you are dealing with right now, the bruise that maybe something has happened to you, it may not even be for you. It might not even be for your benefit. Jesus was perfect and he was sent to be bruised for our benefit. So your bruise, the thing that you have been dealing with, struggling with, the thing that you're trying to analyze and get answers from, it might not even be for you. It might be for you to minister for the Lord later down the road to someone that can't handle it the way you can. Because you have the resource of the Lord. The bruise may not be for you. Satan doesn't want us to share our bruise. A lot of times he keeps it secret. Just shut up about it. Just don't say anything about it. He certainly doesn't want us to render it like Jesus did for others. But what if your bruise was simply for somebody else? My bruise, I can tell you, after I surrendered it, my goodness, I hear from people all across the country that are thanking me for sharing about my bruise. Jesus's bruise was for the world to be saved. Your bruise is for your world. Whoever you come in contact with on a regular basis, Jesus, the world, your bruise, your world. Don't be stingy with what you've learned from the bruise because it has the potential to be more powerful than anything else in your life. The last thing I want to hit really quick is that there is a benefit of the bruise. It says in verse 11, as a result of the anguish of his son, he will see it and be satisfied by his righteous, by the knowledge of the righteous one. My servant will justify many and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will lot him in a portion with the great and he will divide the booty with the strong because he has poured out himself to death and was numbered with the transgressions. Jesus's bruise brought him great benefit. I mean, he sits at the right hand of the father even today and you rendering your bruise for someone else, sacrificing your pain for someone else will do the same thing once you release it. That is how our bruise becomes beautiful. I hope this encourages you today. Well, I love you guys. I'll see you next week right here on The Autumn Miles Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles Program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for The Autumn Miles Show on Christian Talk Radio, The Word, 100.7 FM.